Let every voice and sing till earth. <laughs> sing it, girl. Sing it. Ring with the harmonies. No, I feel like we need a remix. We need to put out a remix like, lift, lift every voice and sing. Hey, Come on. Hey, lift, hey, lift hey, every hey, voice. Hey. Oh, welcome back to Two Save Queens. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Freedom Day. I know it was last Friday, but we're recording this Wednesday. We're well, recording on Tuesday to go to put it out on Wednesday. Anyway, it came between our shows, but we still got to celebrate it. Oh, special. It was so wonderful. I mean, a lot of performative bullshit, a lot of like, um, you know, talk, but they're definitely what felt like, hey, more people know about Juneteenth. So I'm going to take it. I talked about last week. Take those wins. Amen. Take so, those wins. Exactly. Uh, it's another week. We are here. I am looking. I am actually in a really good mood because I'm looking forward to getting out of town. I have a trip coming up. I'm going to Miss Palm Springs, just small little desert town, about hour and a half, two hours outside of LA, because I need to get away from these spy helicopters <laughs> and these bogus ass fireworks. Don't tell me that it's not the government or the police. I believe it's the state attacking us. But anyway. How are you, girl? How are you, Mr. Everell? I'm doing good, bitch. But I, yeah, these fireworks are fucking with me in Detroit, too. They got some of that bullshit. They do. I'm they telling do. you, girl. <laughs> especially, like, everyone was like, oh, it's for Juneteenth. I'm like, my neighborhood uh-uh. is full of Latinos and uh-uh. Asians. I live in, well, I'm not going to tell you where I live, but I live in a place where there's a lot of Asians in L.A. And I'm like, there's nobody fucking celebrating Juneteenth in my neighborhood. No, I, I don't do. believe it. I mean, I do live, I like, there's some projects, some PJs right near my house, girl. <laughs> and I, they are doing some fireworks out of there. But I know they don't usually do fireworks quite like that like mm-hmm. i mean and i think like the- loud and i'm just like why what are you celebrating i, I mean think- i get it celebrate you but it wasn't it wasn't that i don't believe it them police niggas is on some bullshit girl i think they, they they're they're trying to keep us down bitch i mean well you saw that video of like that fire department put like that new york fire department i did girl. they're conspiring with them trying to keep all us hoes down but you know that's okay make sure we can't sleep at night it's okay because okay. we're still doing the work we're and still there's doing voting it. there was voting today on tuesday girl the day we're recording and so that's i mean as long as the girls get out there and do what they do protest to mm. vote we're rooting for two black men who are running today in democratic primaries jamal bowman for the 16th district and uh congressional district district in new york running oh, wow. against incumbent elliot engel and then uh charles booker who's running for the nomination to compete against uh bitch ass mitch mcconnell in kentucky so girl we're still winning out here we can't we can't let these girls get us down we really can't i love it i mean the mitch mcconnell anything to go against him exactly even that that white chick even even if she beats jamal bowman even that white chick who's i think she's a veteran or whatever oh her i know who you're talking about yeah Yeah. i think her name is amy something but girl i'll I'll take her if she she wins anything to get anyone over mitch mcconnell oh um, but we'll have those results next week because of, you know, all the mail-in ballots that need to be counted. So it takes a minute. So that's mm-hmm. something we have to think about, too, in the general election. I think I just actually sent in my application for the um, for absentee ballot today. And I mm-hmm. think, girls, I think we should actually try to get our ballots in early. Like, as soon as we get them in the mail, send those bitches off. Like, don't mm-hmm. wait until, don't trust them. you don't know, trust October them. 31st, November 1st. Don't even wait for none of that bullshit. Like, get that shit in as soon as it comes to you on October 15th or whatever it is. Get mm-hmm. that ballot in, okay? Um, but, girl, let me tell you a story, girl. Let me tell you a story. I want to <laughs> you get your a opinion story on for some us. tea. Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, story time, Ms. Deborah. On some pyramid scheme type of tea, girl. Some, <laughs> 
some pyramid scheme to you, girl. Uh, I've been involved in a pyramid scheme in the past. You have? You know, high school, high school. Like, I was selling knives. Me too. Cut code. Them cut code <laughs> you probably did the same one. You oh, the same girl, everybody got caught up in that shit. I was selling my friends, uh, their moms and shit. They was buying them shit. Them, actually, my mom's got a, no. some of those those some of those knives. Those bitches have lasted a long they, ass they time. Look, they, I thought like they were good knives. They were, <laughs> girl. But this is a new, this is some new, it's a new one, girl. Okay, what happened? So, okay, so I have two extended family members who are very sweet. They're older than me. <laughs> okay. Very good, very good women, like very important women in my life. They are, you know, they're, I mean, they're good people. So I want to preface it with that, girl. But they're always trying to get me in. <laughs> love a disclaimer, love a disclaimer. On some multi-level marketing type shit, like always, right? And I'm so, I'm like, I've done, I done sat in hotel ballrooms for these presentations and shit just to like try to support <laughs> Support that bullshit. Not a hotel ballroom. Girl. I mean, they're always, they be called, I mean, and I don't know why they don't bother my mom. They don't bother my brothers. It's just me. Sometimes I think they bother my mom, but she has a way to get out of it. Hmm. But they all, they always try to get me in on it. And the thing is, girl, these girls, these, these two older women, these, these are older fish in my family, older than me. <laughs> they have money, girl. That's the thing. They both like own real estate. <laughs> They both, like, are landlords and have tenants. And one of these girls has, like, coin coin, right? And the other one has coin, and then the one has coin coin. And so I'm like, <laughs> why are you even doing this shit? Like, what? Y'all, y'all hoes have money. Like, why? Do, why are I, they retired? Like, it's just something for them to do. One is retired. The other one is not. She's still out here hustling, girl. Because she's only, like, <laughs> in her, like, let's say she's in her early 50s. She's in her early 50s. So she's not that old. Got she's it. even younger than my, you know, than my mom. So... I'm like, okay, so one one pyramid scheme bitch was like, it was like, one of them was like, they were selling like, you know, like diffusers, essential oils, and candles and stuff, and it was smelling, the shit was smelling good, I was like, oh okay. shit, like, let All me, right. so, and I was like, oh, how can I actually buy the products, like, for, like, not to sell, but like, for my own use, and they're like, oh, these aren't actually for sale, I'm like, bitch, what, like, wait. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, girls. I'm like, no, that, but that's not this scheme. This is a new one. That was the one I had to sit in the hotel ballroom for. <laughs> Wait, you sat in hotel ballroom and then they had products that you actually liked and you couldn't purchase. And them? I couldn't purchase them, bitches. I couldn't even. Purchase what was the, the point? Shit. I don't. Were you supposed to order supposed them? To put two thousand down to get them, and then eventually you sell them, but you couldn't like. I was trying to you buy. You couldn't just buy. I couldn't the just product. buy the shit. Okay, so that shit was fucked up. I got out of that situation, but then you walked out. They didn't, um, I don't even, it was just, it was actually me and one of them actually had to go take care of some other family business. So I, that, mm. that actually got me out of that situation, but. Okay. And then, um, but now like, this is the, this is like maybe the third or fourth one they've called me about, right? On the three way, mm-hmm. on three way calling. And it's like, okay, it's a smaller amount of money you got to pull in, put in, right? Okay. And I actually am thinking about doing it because it's not that much money relative to before. Just so, like, if it doesn't work out, I'll never have to hear from them again about any of this bullshit. Like, So what is the actual, like, product? What's the Girl, it ain't no product on this one. Oh. This, <laughs> this is, like, some African-type tea. Like, it's, like, some African... Oh, like, support some business. It, it, well, it's, land. like, it kind of, it's, like, like, going back to our roots where we put in the pot in the pot and then you get paid out the pot a little bit later or whatever okay and it's not a whole lot of money so i think just to you know shut these old ladies up like i think i'm a put in 
And if I don't get that shit back or whatever it is, I'm like not even gonna stress about it. But then they won't, then they won't be bothering me anymore for this shit. Like it's done. Like I don't have to hear no more about no more schemes, no more multi level marketing, none of that shit. What do you think? So some, so some questions. So wait, okay. so you're putting money into a pot uh-huh. for that'll get reinvested or something? It's like it comes back to you like three weeks later in a bigger amount. How does it get bigger? Like, because it... they get more people to put in the pot. <laughs> So you're getting money back from other people that put in money. Yeah, they said it's something about uh, they said something about the Susu tribe or something like that. Girl. <laughs> wait, wait, They're modeling off of the, some tribe in Africa. Girl, we got we trying to go back to our roots because you know it's Juneteenth and stuff. Um, oh man, a girl, it's, now, a, it's some Detroit tea, I guess. I don't know, girl. But how much are they? Like, could you put in like fifty? Like, how much are they? It's not in that, that low. Investment? I won't give the amount. But it's not that oh. low. But it's lower than like it's way lower than that two thousand from way back. <laughs> so 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 a thousand. Got it. <laughs> it's not a thousand. But girl, whatever. I think I'm gonna just put it in. I just want. I don't want to hear no more stuff from them. But what if it goes well? What if you get like two that three thousand? What if you get girl, like three four it, times? Well, your I money guess back? some of the extended family have already had that go well for them. Okay, so, I'm so like, this might even. It might even go well so i'm gonna just go i think i'm gonna just go for it i think because it's like if i if it doesn't work either out, way it's a win-win because exactly. like you either get money back or if it doesn't work out you're gonna be like all right bitches I, I <laughs> that's, that's it that's, that's the it, last girl. time y'all gonna get me exactly and then they won't they won't bother me no more about this shit okay so i think i'm gonna go ahead and do it but um well, I can't wait to hear an update on this. I, you know I will, <laughs> on a too. future show. <laughs> you know I will. I bet you bitches, too. Oh, man. Well, I think with that, we can go into good news, bad news. Uh, we've actually got a news-heavy week this week. There's been a lot going on. I think you had the first news story. Um, there's there's quite a good news, but definitely like this first one's a little... Um, of a rough one to get through. Um, you ready to take this one, girl? Yeah. So I, I have some personal good news. I actually did my first. Oh. <laughs> well, let's start there. Let's start there, like, bitch. I like that. I like that. Let's start okay. with some good ass oh. news, bitch, okay, from my own goddamn life. Okay. <laughs> Um, I did my first march this past weekend, Ooh, girl. Come it, on, lift every <laughs> It was, you know, I did my first march. It was a driving march, so we were socially distanced. I wasn't up in no bitches' faces. Like, none of none of these hoes were in my face. Not like Miss Malachi. Not like Miss Malachi. <laughs> Risking so her life. I'm still Rona free over here. And, yeah, but so it was a driving march, and we drove through the, we drove through the suburbs in the white neighborhood to another black to a black neighborhood and it was just love it and we got nothing but love nothing but support we weren't like that many cars we were maybe like 30 cars mm-hmm. but you know i was blasting this playlist out of my car since you know i was like bitch i'm gonna just i'm gonna really turn up since i'm in a goddamn car like i'm gonna like i'm gonna play the music to to the movement so i played miss beyonce's brand new song black parade it came out the day before it came out Uh on juneteenth i played it i I was in the march on june 20th so it was so timely i love i actually like that song i played black it's it's good yeah i like it and i I played black effect with jay-z and beyonce you know i'm good on any mlk boulevard you know that song bitch you know yeah yeah. okay (laughs) and then i played black by by buddy and asap for Black, blackity, black, blackly, black, blackity, black. Oh, no. yeah, that's a good one. Um, I played Beat by Bo- Bobby Valentino, so I threw it back a little bit to 2005 type of team. <laughs> you know that song, Beat, 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 Beat? I don't know that one, girl. So they say, I and me. Okay. And then I played Real Love, 
Real Love by Mary Ooh, J. I know that one. Real Love. You know, that's my song. You know, I had to play some Mary, girl. I, I always. Okay, I play um, Miss Michael Jackson, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Because we're not stopping until we get enough. Okay, okay, but girl, you know. No, no, no. You good. You, you know, good. that's part. I mean, Michael Jackson is part of the movie. You know. Um, yeah, problematic in a lot of ways. But yeah, it's still part of the movement. And then. <laughs> Sleeping with little boys. <laughs> Allegedly, 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 bitch. bitch we didn't want that estate suing us, hoe. Are you? Out, you know how much money they have? They could put us in court for like. Sorry, sorry, fuck you, sorry. bitch. Yeah, okay, sorry. Okay, I'm gonna take allegedly, that out. Allegedly, bitch. Take that out. Okay. <laughs> well, you can take. You can leave it in, but just allegedly, allegedly. bitch. Okay. And then I played the rain by Missy Elliott. Beat, beat. Okay. Who's got the keys to the Jeep? Okay. Since I drive a Jeep, Ooh, girl. That's a good one. Since I drive a Jeep, <laughs> so that's that's why. I, that's why I put that in there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was how did it, how did it feel? Did it, it was feel? liberating. Was it? it was like, damn, I'm actually part of the movement. Okay, I'm doesn't like... it feel restorative? Like I feel like so just being out there because you're watching it on social media and it's like, or even on TV, and it's like that's one way. But when you're actually feeling like, oh, I'm in it, and just the energy of people, like I feel like that's the most optimism I feel when I'm I think actually so. seeing people there. I think so. I think that's the truth. I I really like actually being in it versus watching it on TV. It is completely different. Like. Actually, I mean, if there's more marches in Detroit where people actually march, march on feet, I'm thinking about joining one. I will just wow. have my double mask on. I'll just, <laughs> and a scarf. And, as, and, and a, a face shield. Because <laughs> you know I'm that bitch, right? Um, but actually, we do need to still march because there is a case that has only been recently brought to my attention. I knew nothing about this. It happened in August 2019. Yeah, a while um, ago. Yeah, Elijah McClain. Um, mm, he was a 23-year-old mm, black man who died after a torturous, torturous August 2019 encounter with Aurora police officers. Um, and so despite being unarmed and committing no crime, this, this mm. is so sad. I think Elijah is really like a different kind of kid. Like he was, I don't know if he was on the spectrum or... I don't want to speculate, but he was like a just a different kind of kid, but just like a real sweet mm-hmm. kid, it sounded like. And his parents said that he was walking to the store to buy some iced tea for his brother. It sounds so much like Trayvon in that way, right? Remember Trayvon had the iced tea, the Arizona iced tea and the Skittles? Yeah. Um, but he was walking to the convenience store to buy some iced tea for his brother, and he would normally wear a ski mask when it got cold outside. He lives in Colorado, okay? Because he's a very skinny young man. He so, is. He is. Yeah. Or yeah, could have been anemic or something like that. And I think he was. I think he was anemic. They said, and so that was part of it. And um, he was. He was in Aurora, Colorado. So this is a city that saw a tragedy. This is where that 2012 shooting happened in the movie theater when people went to go see The Dark Knight. <laughs> right. uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. This was. This was there. This was in that same city. So they've dealt with tragedy in the city. I feel like they should be more responsive or more. I don't know, in tune with, you know, with with people's humanity, but obviously not in this case. And so someone, of course, called 911 to report uh, someone suspicious in a ski mask. Officers arrived, eventually putting McLean in a fucking chokehold. So that sounds just like George, um, George Floyd, Eric Garner, name, you know, name the case. So fucked up. So when I read this, it was saying like he was apparently listening to music or something because like they had tried to like call out to him, but he didn't he wasn't aware of it. And then they basically just like manhandled him and like w- took it to a hundred right away and so and, and he uh, took it to a hundred right away in a choco obviously the fuck that bullshit the choco is like i hope they do on a national level a ban you know uh ban that oh, but we'll, McClane, get that. we'll get to that but mclean r- repeatedly said he couldn't breathe much like george floyd and then in body cam footage that was obtained by mclean's family um an officer reportedly threatens him for struggling He's laying on the ground, vomiting, begging, I can't breathe. 
Um, one of the officers says, don't move again. If you move again, I'm calling a dog in to bite you. Okay. Um, and he, in Elijah even exclaims like, I'm an introvert. I'm just different. That's all. I'm so sorry. I don't have a gun. I don't do that stuff. It just makes it mm-hmm. so much more tragic. And then when para- this is actually the worst part though, when paramedics arrive, so they're complicit in all this, they reportedly administered a dose of ketamine. Uh, some of the girls know that it's special K because they use that shit recreationally, but we'll talk we about know that some later. girls. We know some girls. We know some girls who, who use that shit, but he, no they, names. No names. Yeah. But he, but they uh, administered a dose of ketamine to sedate McLean to calm his anxiety, and that caused him to go into cardiac arrest. Uh, and he fell into a coma and was on life support and then died three days later. So mm-hmm. this just didn't receive a lot of media attention because there was no clear video. Yeah, it seemed like for a lot of the officers, somehow their um, their body cams surprisingly fell off. Um, surprisingly. I think there is even some audio of them even talking about the fact of like, oh, don't touch your body cams. Like it just was so clear, egregious, like, you know, policing moment. So I guess yeah. an investigation is being relaunched because there was one launched and it was, but the person who, you know, who was doing the investigation was a, a lawyer cop. and a former, yeah. <laughs> Major ties to law enforcement was super uh, biased. What a joke. So what a finally, joke. I think the city council there in Aurora is actually relaunching the investigation. Which that that piece of it is some good news at the very least. So, do you have any any news for us? Uh, any new news for us, Miss Miss Guy? Um, yeah, I, I do, girl. It's actually kind of follow up. It's tied together. Um, and the justice and policing ad. Um, but before I get to that, I, I feel like for that story, that's something that you definitely want to talk about. What about that story really um, touched you, or? I just, I, you know, because we, we, we focused on, we're, we want to we want to know these people's stories, like the deceased. We want them to honor them with their stories, their names, their faces. And I just didn't want him to get lost. Yeah, um, sure. And I just didn't feel like his story had gotten a lot of justice. But now 1.8 million people have signed the petition to reopen the investigation for, you know, his case. So I think it is finally getting some traction but only in the last you know few days i and i I wanted us to at least be part of the movement to get him justice right i I didn't want his story to go untold especially by us because this is what we are now you know this is i'm glad this is what we do so yeah thank you um yeah i'm glad you brought i it was something that i had kind of known about but it's that moment like okay um another case but this one's one from august um and it just you we just have constant reminders of how important you know this work is and the work that we're doing so with like the justice and policing act um so that was a dim bill that talked about um a couple of shows that um cory booker and kamala harris have been involved in so that's kind of what the house dems have presented versus the senate republican bill which um tim scott the only the lone black gop senator introduced and that's actually the bill that's made the most movement um, so that's right now potentially going to the floor with a procedural vote, but the Dems um, are the other Democratic senators are actually potentially going to need to vote against it because the way Miss McConnell, our favorite, you know, fan of the Confederacy, isn't allowing any debate. And this is, I think, this is something that's really important because in these two bills, the big differences are, and I still think that the original House Dems bill that we talked about didn't go as far, but it was still trying to ban chokeholds, just trying to take a look at qualified immunity, which we talked about before. It's one of the main ways or one of the main protections that keeps us from basically suing police officers. And, and that's actually protected. the big. That's actually one of the big differences between the Democratic bill and the Republican bill. Is yeah. is the 
introduction or the addition of qualified immunity. The Republicans yeah, so say there's it's, nothing. It's, it's, it's not as a no-go for Republicans. Yeah, they're like, yeah. it's off the table. So not only that, but they also don't do anything around um, banning chokeholds. Um, if anything, they basically just try and say that, like, oh, you won't get federal money for not doing, making stronger, protect, you know, stronger <clears throat> improvements to how you do chuckles. Um, they also make a point about, um, you know what I will say though, to the, mm-hmm. to, I mean, I don't really defend a Republican girl like that, but I think their, their bill that disincentivizes, uh, police departments from chokeholds with financial disincentives or incentives might actually hold more constitutional muster with the conservative Supreme Court. So, because I worry that the Dem bill, mm. that like some of the police unions and uh, some of the police departments may actually try to fight it and take it to the court, and the court may invalidate the ban on chokeholds. Um, so the Republicans might yeah. be, not that they're on the side of justice, but they might actually have a constitutional point. Um, but I don't know. I, I can't say for sure. I can't say for sure. Yeah, I mean, but like one of the things that's in there that like there's also again this idea of like oh training and like de-escalation training and like of course when they talk about that that basically just means money to police departments and I don't know if that's always they always have to say for sure that that's where they're going to spend that money but you know de-escalation training is what the officer who killed George Floyd had so it's also just stuff in it I feel like it still feels like band-aid still feels like bullshit Um, and so I think most likely the bill is going to need to get voted against like the dems aren't going to allow it to happen and then because they don't um because they also just don't have enough uh, i think senators to like push it to like be able to make amendments or have a or, well mcconnell's not even allowing that for them yeah to have yeah he controls anything that comes to the senate yeah, that's floor. right yeah for right for right now until no i mean until uh, january hopefully when the girls get out there and vote his ass out so. get out there and vote get out there and vote but i mean so but it's likely if that doesn't happen i don't think the dem bill is going to go anywhere either so here we are we're nothing's that's why a part of me felt like that just justice and policing act should have gone further because it still feels like something that basically we need a banner to be getting people out to vote on the necessary something that is actually going to pass um but i mean there's so it's so clear there's two great articles in the guardian that just um one is about a recent study in the um from university of chicago that talks about policing and looks at 20 of the largest u.s cities and their police departments and looking at how many of our police departments in the major cities are um, not compliant with international rights so looking at things internationally like in spain like officers have to use like verbal cautions and fire warning shots before they're permitted to even aim at people like chokeholds have been banned in europe for many years like I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but like it's so the way that like even in like the UK, which is having its own movement, still policing there is in some ways nowhere near as bad as here. Um, and so the, this report is, um, you know, the Guardian talks about this report, but just seeing that along with like even the UN, <laughs> which we've pulled out of um, the Human Rights Council, which two years ago which what does that say about us already but you know the hit the kind of human rights and press freedom expert is really looking at doing an inquiry um is looking at doing an inquiry like literally coming over to the states and kind of doing a study at like what's happening here like this is something that i think has also just gotten so much international attention and in some ways i think it makes it really unlikely that we can just go back to pretending like it doesn't happen like that we can just pretend give you know some easy win to fix things i think we're gonna have to do something really substantive because the world is looking at the ways in which we treat our own citizens 
Yeah. I I so, actually I I hope the Dems actually vote against that Republican bill. I was listening to another um really informative podcast that was just saying like there's actually no point in Democrats giving Trump like a political win with oh my this God. Bu- with this bullshit bill that doesn't really do anything. And you but know then, he would, he already thinks the blacks love him. Like he would go to town about like, see, see I'm trying to do it. And they're exactly. still trying to pull down these statues. Exactly. I tried. We gave you what you wanted. And he's and he also would say, "Oh, look what I did for blacks! I did more than Obama. I did more than you know. I got this justice and policing act passed, and it would be a bullshit." Well, his yeah. version, the Republican version, yeah, would be right, a bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And so the so this podcast was saying they were they're all former Democratic strategists. They were all just saying, "Fuck that shit!" Like Nancy Pelosi, do not pass that shit. Even if the yeah. Senate passes it, don't pass it. And I agree mm-hmm. with them on that. Um, yeah. And also on some more bullshit though. Uh, related to the Trump administration. Um, U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman with the Southern District of New York, which obviously includes New York, New York City, sometimes known as the Sovereign District of New York, because that, that U.S. Attorney's Office always gets the big financial cases. Like, mm-hmm. that that is a... That is like a, a lot of corruption cases, too. Exactly. Right? So that they are very powerful um, prosecutor's office um, there in New York City. And the current uh, U.S. attorney there, Jeffrey Berman, was appointed by Donald J. Trump. Um, but actually, Misty J.T. and Bill Barr, the attorney general, tried to fire Jeffrey Berman or at least tried to lie and say so that amazing. he resigned. They actually tried to On lie. On Friday. Yeah. They tried to lie and say he resigned and he hadn't resigned. And because they wanted to put one of Trump's golfing buddies in there, who's the cur- current chairman of the Security and Exchange Commission or the SAC. His name is Jay Clayton. Um, and so they lied. They, Bill Barr wrote a letter saying that Jeffrey Berman will resign. He didn't know shit about this. Like, he was like, I'm resigning. Like, fuck that. I'm not resigning. And I love that. It was such a, of course, they, and they tried to, they did it on Friday. Like, Friday, if you ever want to bury news, most news, they try and put it on a Friday. They call it the Friday news dump. They call it the Friday night news dump. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that he, like, made a statement. was like, um, I haven't heard about that. He's like, I'm going to keep doing my job. I haven't resigned (laughs) until they haven't even. Notify. You haven't even said who's going to replace me. So anyway, so justice. Um, so justice experts say this is highly unusual. So like for them to fire his U.S. attorney with just months to go before an election, right? That that's highly unusual for number one. But it may not be unusual because in Trump's case, because of course this office is looking into cases related to Trump's associates like Rudy Giuliani, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it seems like Trump was trying to you know, stop some of those investigations, get his guy in there to stop some of the cases um, that were going forward in the Southern District of New York and some of the investigations. Um, But actually, you know, who actually showed some teeth in this fight was Lindsey Graham, who said that he's, you know, he's the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. He's trying to get reelected in his state. And he said he would not allow Trump's nomination to go forward unless the the Democratic senators from that state issued what's called the blue slip. Mm to approve of that nominee. And so yes. of course New York has two democratic senators who already said they would not do that. <laughs> not about that life. Yeah, and so um and Jeff- But this whole thing already went left because even though it only by himself a day to say that um um for Jeffrey Berman to say that he wasn't resigning and then okay they did then fire him. <laughs> but by forcing that to happen, basically they put his deputy in charge. So it's like in some ways it's like, well, this Kate 
case under his deputy can still proceed. Like they, nothing has, and I know they're going to eventually replace him as you talk, as you're talking about, but for the time being, nothing, like they weren't able to do what they were trying to do which is just immediately stop this investigation and put someone, one of Trump's cronies and in charge. Yeah. So it's not really clear um, that they actually will be able to appoint uh, someone that they want in that role just because of, you know, by virtue mm. of the election and the timing and also because, you know, be, by virtue of them actually Trump actually firing Jeffrey Berman immediately, like we like you said, his deputy, Audrey Strauss, goes in his place and not some other mm-hmm. appointee. So they're not even going to get really get what they want because Audrey Strauss has already waste. vowed to continue with the investigations that were going on against Rudy <laughs> Giuliani and other people in that office. So he, Trump was trying to basically stop it, but he used the excuse that he wanted to appoint Jay, Cla- or Jay Clayton, who's the SEC commissioner um, or SEC chairman because Jay Clayton wanted to leave DC and move back to New York. And I think that was a lie too. Like, uh, you know, they were trying to use that as cover. That was not. That's not a good enough reason to appoint someone so late in your term. And and this person was this person wasn't even a prosecutor. Oh yeah, never a prosecutor. So Jay Clayton is a lawyer, <laughs> but never prosecuted anyone. So he's like wholly unqualified for this role. Is you know the the district attorney for the Southern District. So. Yeah, something to think about. So Jerry Nadler, so why do you... Jerry Nadler, who's Sorry. the chair of the Judiciary Committee in the House, he um, he's gonna he said he's gonna investigate this, like because this could have been another Saturday night Saturday night massacre, which is just like when uh, Nixon fired his, uh, I think he fired, I can't remember whether it was his Attorney General or he fired some mm. of the lawyers involved with Watergate, and that that yeah, led yeah. to a domino effect of him and ended up resigning. So Jerry Nadler said he's going to do this investigation. So we'll see. Yeah. So he, you know, um, we mentioned him last week as um, a good white ally, as one of the people on the sponsors of the Justice and Policing Act. But yeah, he's requested to have, well, you know, Attorney General Barr to come in or so, planning to subpoena him. Tently, I guess there's not, in Barr's case, they're like, well, technically there's nothing that you need to be subpoenaing us for. So we'll come in when we come in. Because apparently they were already going to have a conversation. They were He was already going to come for some other, I guess maybe they do like a quarterly check-in or something okay. like that. But it got postponed because of coronavirus. So he's like, well, I was already planning to come and speak to your committee. So but Jerry Nadler we'll said, we'll we hold it. up the funding for the for the Justice Department if yes, you don't come in yes, here. Yes, I did see that. Because, like, you know, the Trump appointees always <laughs> don't play with try us. to get out of those subpoenas. They, they, they just ignore them sometimes, including Bill Barr. So mm-hmm. Jerry Nadler's like, cool, I got you. I'm just going to hold up your whole budget. Fuck you. Like, yeah. you don't play with me, bitch. I'm not the one. <laughs> so that's kind of fierce. Uh, uh, I admire her for that, Miss, Miss Jerry Nadler. Yeah, but that's definitely, you know, those Trump those Trump games. They love girl. Uh, and I heard we're capital B black now, girl. What's that about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is good news. So this happened on Juneteenth. Um, so the Associated Press... Um, basically announced that it's updating its guidelines to capital the B in black. And for some of our listeners who aren't black and aren't really understanding what this means, you know, a lot of times when a lot of press or media outlets are talking about the black community, they use a lowercase B for black. But really, if you're talking about an ethnic or cultural community, the same way you're talking about like Asian Americans or Latinos, you should be capitalizing that because as black Americans, that is identifying the community of black people with capital B. Uh, so this was a change that this came a week after USA Today, the Los Angeles Times and NBC News made the switch. And I think last year, like the Boston Globe, BuzzFeed, Seattle Times 
have also kind of changed their style books. This is something that has been happening. It's something that Black publications, capital B, like Essence and Ebony, have always been doing. Um, and there's like there's a good piece in Slate that kind of talks goes in a bit deeper. Like I, I maybe for another time, don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's really interesting just to think about the ways in which it also kind of signified a kind of like slight to kind of use that lowercase b and how in some ways to kind of recognize the ways the inequalities that our community is facing in the country and the ways in which press and media can partake in that you know in white supremacy and those and kind of downplaying what's going on in our community by kind of doing this thing that's kind of disrespectful because we're not a color like lowercase b black is the color we're a we're community. a community yeah so capitalize that shit Amen. um there's a really funny, or not funny, but it's like a kind of interesting note about like the fact that like some some outlets are also because of course those those other girls are like, well then you should capitalize the W and white, and some of them are like, well technically we could, and I, I kind of actually understand their reasoning because white community is its own thing, but the thing about doing that is oftentimes the W and white is more capitalizing white supremacy um, publications and fic- and um, kind of conversations, so. There's kind of a different, it's so interesting how like language can kind of have a different connection and kind of like what you are saying if you are kind of emphasizing one over the other, if you are trying to equalize both of them. Because as we know, the the ways in which the black community have existed in our country has not always been equal to the ways that white Americans and Caucasians have existed in the country. So. I say for me personally, fuck that. I don't, I don't <laughs> capitalize the W in white. I do capitalize the B in black when I'm writing. And I tell. Uh, I said that's, what, that's I, what said. I did. Okay. <laughs> so y'all take that shit exactly. somewhere else. But yeah, there's a good. If you want to um, read up on it, there's a good. Um, I'll put it in our show notes. There's a good um, article on Slate. Um, thinking going about other good news, there's amazing letter that was put out in Variety. Variety is one of the Hollywood entertainment trades, um, and it was kind of a piece that um started uh, the kind of the leaders were kendrick sampson our fine fine light-skinned brother from Insecure. he ain't that fine girl you uh, give him way too he's you're he's a hater. decent but you're a you give him too much credit girl you do you're a hater uh <laughs> tessa, tessa thompson um so so kendrick had been in insecurities in miss juneteenth which um Oh my god, I'm blanking her name. Um, Anika Noni Rose. Oh, there it is. Yeah, like um, is also yeah. in that. Oh, she's wonderful. Our first black princess. She was Tiana and then the um Princess and the Frog. Um, but off subject. So Kendrick and Tessa Thompson, who's done Avengers, Westworld, a bunch of stuff, um, have worked with the Black Lives Matters founders of LA. They don't specify this in this piece. Um so Melina Abdullah, who I talked about last week speaking to the city council along with 300 black artists and executives to write this open letter to Hollywood, um, kind of making a demand for them to do better, to not only do better as a business in terms of how they treat black employees from like lower assistance to black assistants who aren't able to move up the ladder to black hairstylists not being available for black talent, for black talent not being paid the same as white talent, for black movies not being greenlit, um, you know, thinking about how the narratives, the type of stories that we tell have an effect um, on not only our own culture, but all over the world and how, especially with, you know, thinking about so many of these, this kind of heralding of police, whether it's on TV shows or films, how that's really problematic. You know, we saw that we were last week or so cops recently got canceled. Like that's a one example, but there's so many examples of the ways in which white people in Hollywood just do programming or tell stories that ultimately demean or, you know, hurt our community so um 
they kind of put in this letter saying that want us to do better um, to divest from the police and police content kind of think about getting taking away that narrative of you know police being this heralded thing um, to divest from anti-black content to invest in black careers and anti-racist content and in our community I think this um, is a big fucking deal because I feel like there's a lot of tokenism in Hollywood like you have that mm-hmm. one actor that you uplift but then there's like no su- no black support for that actor no black yeah like yeah. black hairdressers black makeup artists black you know black stories stories told it's wild to me how many times like black hollywood actresses can't find a black hairstyle or can't find a black makeup artist and like that's yes you think about like oh well that's just like hair but it's it's in so many ways about the staff behind the scenes and it's about the support and the executives but i I will say it i think it's up to that black talent to those black actors and actresses to demand black makeup artists and black hairdressers and black assistants and black everything like it's up to them they need to use their power for that good and some of them might think oh i'm not a big enough star yet like if they really Mm. want you like they'll they'll make it happen you know yeah are you are at some point and that's i had a conversation with my friend was like but are you ready to lose jobs over it and maybe that that is what it will take i think so maybe you won't be in that next movie you have to lose that job and i think i feel like this statement is a good start and i think in some ways i was almost saying that to put out this statement i feel like hollywood is very secretive in how it challenges things but i think the pushback will still happen even with this statement and i think that is almost going to force people to really realize that even just asking for a little bit they're not going to give you and so yes you need to really put your work put your career on the line if you really do want to see some change happen remember remember when um, terrence in the iron man series when terrence howard asked for more money and they just literally replaced mm-hmm. him with Don Cheadle. Oh, I yes. think we have to. I think black actors need to even be careful about like if you know that situation is going on with Terrence Howard. Like Don Cheadle, don't take that job. Like, wasn't that wasn't that a thing that like Gabrielle Union was always accused of, where like she would kind of take a job from? I mean, I don't think she's that way anymore. Yeah, she's a, she's probably kind of much like, better now, especially given her own experience with yeah. NBC and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. ooh, America's Got mm-hmm. Talent. Uh, but I think the people who are some of the highlights for me who are I think would actually be about that life like Yara Shahidi yeah, she's about like that life, about that yeah. life. Uh, my, I mean we got Black Panther in here we have Michael Ooh, B. Jordan Chadwick Boseman Bassett. that's my boyfriend mm-hmm. right there girl I love him I do <laughs> He's, I, I between him and Michael I know a lot of Michael B. Jordan stands out there but I'm a oh Chadwick you're a Chadwick Boseman like girl man. too me I like too. a I like a pretty man he's just he so is. pretty like he's just like a sculpture like I could just stare at him yeah. all day like, I get it I also I think I don't know anyway my, anyway uh, <laughs> I was gonna say something shady about Michael B Jordan but I mean, um, he's fine Janet too Mark, I think he's just overrated that's it I, in terms of how fine he is he doesn't give me the same acting versatility it as being that Bozeman, too but I'm so gonna leave that, it yeah, there. yeah um, <laughs> so Idris's hair um Janet you know trans icons Janet Mock Laverne Cox Tiffany Haddish. Um, so I'm curious. Did you look at the letter? Did you look at the list of co-signers? Um, I didn't, girl. I left. I, le- I left that chance? to you. Okay. No worries. You're the Hollywood no worries, girl, girl. No. so I was like, well, I- yes, but I think there was something interesting about the people who were missing, and I think this kind of speaks to who's gonna who's gonna put things on the line. And it's always so interesting that I think a lot of older, Ooh. not like old old, but like older Black Hollywood establishment are missing. Not to be you talk about the boomers, girl. Cool. You about to go in on the boomers a little bit? Those boomers, girl. Like, so to be fair, like Regina King wasn't on it, Gabrielle Union, and like who knows? Also, that's Gen X, too. That's Gen X. 
So they missed okay. it. But again, there could be things happening behind the scenes where like, oh, they didn't get it. So Angela Bassett was on it. Definitely. I mean, that's good. She, that's old Hollywood. You know? But Whoopi, Whoopi wasn't oh, on okay. it. Sam, you... um, Sam Jackson was on I feel like Sam would have signed up. He yeah. wasn't on it. Oh, he is um, on it. No, it says he is on it. Oh, oh no, it? no, no. He's missing. I'm no, sorry. He is missing. So. Denzel um, wasn't on it. You know, Den- I was just about to say, Denzel, and Denzel Will goes Smith. for the cult. Denzel like will pay for people's tuition and shit. Like I think he goes. He for goes the, behind the scenes. Yes, but he must I don't do think. The but I, no, I see. I think he goes for the culture, but in a very specific way. Like he also gives me black he respectability. Does. He does like, in a way that's like I bet you he would also be like y'all shouldn't be pro- burning and looting out oh, there. Like he's he does still black respectability. Dang it. Like, oh, let's use let's use a system to be better. And it's like, well, girl, the system, how's the system work for you? You still got that one Oscar. But Holly Berry's about that um, life usually. I wonder if they asked her. She she's not she's I not wonder on if there. they even so asked, I wonder if there. they did like neglected to ask her or because she's usually that girl. Maybe. She's usually that girl. You know, there's you know, Holly there's always stuff behind the scenes. So I'm never gonna say like for sure that oh, they didn't want to I'm not saying that, but I just think it's interesting. Like Jamie Foxx in there. Miss RuPaul, which okay, we were well, talking yeah. off about how Miss RuPaul <laughs> that girl not... <laughs> disappoints all the time. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, anyway, it, it was it is, but I think it is a start because I think you can't downplay the power that Hollywood has for shaping our public consciousness. And I think yeah, and I think that's you know our president is a celebrity. Trump got famous because of Hollywood, so. Yeah, he's Keep even that, got he's got a that star that always gets fucked up on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> That's the girl. They do. They really love. What's that, that white bitch in that one YouTube video? She said nothing but love for my president. She was cleaning off his um his star one time. That white that white chick. Oh, yeah, fair. girl. But girls be hacking that thing up with hammers and shit. <laughs> I'm like, they should they just, just take that shit off. Like, they should just take it off. Like. Hollywood Boulevard is so busy. So the fact that someone's taking a sledgehammer to a star on Hollywood Boulevard and able to get it yeah, done. Like that so, but they do it fast. Like, you know, I'm gonna look I know what way. they do it they do yeah. it quickly to get it done. I I I've seen some of the videos where the girls actually hack it up and they, they do okay. it. Okay. But is it worth like redoing that all the time? Those Hollywood girls just need to just get rid of that shit. But I feel like she would not Absolutely not. She would be like that be giving in. And of course they would write that story about like, oh, Trump moved his star. Like no, he's never gonna move him. Yeah. So anyway, but um, in some in some good news though, uh, Miss Joe Biden she raised eighty point eight million dollars last month in May versus money, versus money, Trump seventy four million dollars. So this was the first month that she actually beat DJT, Miss uh, hmm. Joe Biden, and she also just did an event today on Tuesday. We're recording on Tuesday, um, where with uh, Barack Obama where they raised $11 million in a virtual event including $7.6 million from grassroots donors um, they had over 120,000 live viewers it was their first joint general election um, event together and Barack o- how do you think it I went? Thought it was, I thought it was pretty good I watched clips of it and one thing that Barack Obama said that was really resonated with me he said whatever you have done so far in this election is not enough um, and that we need to do all we need to do to ensure a democratic victory in November. So he said that includes Michelle, that includes his daughters. Like nobody is above board. What does that say about him? See, I don't like. I, you know, I go ahead, go I, ahead, girl. I, I I don't like. I don't like. Don't talk down to me. I don't see you out there in the streets. Like don't talk. What do you like? I get it. Like that's the same thing with the girls who are like, oh, y'all should be focused on voting. Like okay, 
I get it. But also, the people who tried to vote in Atlanta weren't fucking able to do it. Like, I get what you're saying, but also take a look at all the systematic things are literally keeping people from use, pulling these levers and doing these things that our traditional system is supposed to allow us to do, but we're not able to. So I just hate that talking well, girl, down, you, you, I feel like sometimes Obama I, I feel you, but you're that girl who always wants to be mad, too, sometimes. I, I will say that, because... <laughs> Let me tell you, Barack Obama supporting Eric Holder's initiative on voting. Like, Eric Holder is really focused on voter suppression. Barack Obama's former attorney general, his first attorney general, who's also a black man. And Barack Obama is, like, constantly supporting him behind the scenes and all his efforts and whatever he needs to do. So, you you know, he is a former president. He can He has to... He has to abide by that rule of... And he's already broken it a couple of times, but not criticizing the current How? administration... Um, I mean, he oh, obviously okay. in that video I that guess. he just did for the 2020 grads, he talks shit about DJT. Like, he doesn't name him by name. He does doesn't, it? but he's probably he so, did in the 2018 cycle though, and when he campaigned for Democrats okay. in the 2018 cycle, I think I think we have to back up off Obama just a little bit. I know where I'm not. I go ahead. I like I I get it. I like I think some yes. I think I have high expectations, but I also still feel like don't talk down it. Like we're we're doing we're I get it do the work when but don't say we're not like you do more like, well he I, said that he I'm said sorry. that it includes him it includes michelle it includes right. his daughters okay. he said right. that in the okay. video he said uh, it includes all okay. of them they need to do more too he said that okay. so um but also in some additional um additional good news you know that miss djt had her <laughs> someone Miss <laughs> DJT she had her rallies in Oklahoma over the weekend, and then again today, Ooh, Tuesday Lord, in Arizona, and those are all uh, states where coronavirus is an upswing. So hopefully that girl, you know, comes out of that with um, some coughs, some sniffles, and some reduced lung function. Um, fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm really curious. So I, I think we're, we're so our next our next piece we're gonna have a segment that I'm gonna call Miss Devereaux sees the future where we're gonna talk about. You're thinking from the rallies and, the, you know, how the Trump campaign is doing. But just from the rally, just focusing on that piece, I watched that um, Tulsa rally. It's something else. It's, it was an hour and like She was talking minutes. about the Kung Flu, the girl. Speaking. She said she, she called the shit the Kung Flu. Is that what which she also named today at this is Tuesday for us at the um the Arizona rally. She she called it the Chinese flu. She called it all his name because she don't she, know what, she doesn't understand that COVID nineteen is a scientific. In that in that the nineteen part that. is because the shit was like discovered in twenty nineteen. <laughs> oh, right? So Lord. she's a dumb bitch. Uh, like, uh, but what did you think? I so obviously I I didn't want to let you speak on the larger um increasing amounts of COVID in the Sun Belt state. So what do you think that's about? And I think they just, they the reopened too quickly. Like, I think we have, I think in the Northeast and the Midwest, well, you're on the West Coast, but I think in the Northeast and the Midwest, we, we waited until the virus was suppressed in our communities before we reopened. Like, New York and Michigan didn't open shit till June, really. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of girls were trying to open in early May or even late April. And I think, I think it also has to do, too, with, like, I think why New York and Michigan and Illinois, like Chicago, Detroit, New York, were hit so early and hard in March is because we were mostly indoors. So, like, our events were indoors. People were congregating indoors. And I think that has to do a lot to do with the spread um, versus, like, the Sun Belt states weren't hit as hard in the beginning. Your Florida, your Georgia's, your Texas, because 
you know, during the early spring, early part of spring is when those girls are actually outside, right? At, on their outdoor patios or on their rooftops or, you know, eating and congregating and drinking outside somewhere. And I think now that those girls, it's hot in Arizona, it's hot in Texas and Florida. It's hot. We're talking like 90. 100 plus, Ooh, right? And so, so those bitches are indoors right now. You know, talking in each other's faces, spreading corona to each other, <laughs> spitting each you other. Know? And I think that's a large part <laughs> of droplets. like, and the air conditioning circulates that shit, circulates corona. Mm-hmm. I think that's why the, it's going up in the Sunbelt states. And I think they just opened up too early. Yeah. That's just my professional yeah. or non professional, <laughs> my unprofessional, <laughs> non epidemiological. No, you're a prof- you're a professional, uh, professional pod, you know, professional Tuesday queen's opinion. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I ain't um, no doctor, bitch, or nothing like that. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. But that. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, that, I think it's funny because I think, like, I mean, Arizona, that was a big risk today. Arizona is seeing, like, among the, its highest numbers since the coronavirus started. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did a rally there with a bunch of young people, all, you know, asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic carriers, probably, or many of them, so. Did you see? So I didn't see pictures of that because I was watching the. I watch because by the time we were are recording, it's a bit late. I just didn't have time to watch the Arizona one. But did you see any pictures of the crowd? Because I'm curious. Because I was surprised that I guess I just of course there's going to be some people were wearing masks, but um, that weren't like working for the Trump campaign or like Secret Service. But there were people in the audience that were like still had masks on. So not everyone weren't in that many, Tulsa, they were I think it was masks. like one in every, yeah, maybe in one Tulsa. in every 15 people probably had a one mask every, on. Yeah, I was just about to say like one in every 20 or yeah. something. Uh, did you I didn't see, see pictures of, of the those... crowd at the Arizona rally. They didn't really show them, but okay. I don't think those girls were, yeah. I, I have a feeling that's not what those DJT girls, Republican girls, they're not about the mask. They're not. They're really not. Um, but what did you think about the rally in general? I have thoughts. What you think? It about was, it? you know, I actually like went on on a certain Facebook page and watched it live, oh, and yeah? I was scrolling it the whole time. <laughs> and the girl, anyone that I know, <laughs> uh, Miss uh, Rochelle Richardson and Miss Lin- <laughs> Lynette Hardyway, i.e. Diamond and Silk, it's Diamond and I was, Silk. Yeah. The girls still making yeah, that. Yeah, they were there. They were there at that Tulsa rally, girl, with those sixty two hundred people, girl. And um, <laughs> filling up one third of that arena. The, what, the two two of those six or seven black people. Maybe we got to get a black Trump supporter on here, girl. We're I'm not so putting those bitches those. on here. No, we're not. I, but I'm just no, not Miss Diamond and Silk. But those like that. There was like a random like. I feel like it was just that one black family. And I was oh like, yeah, What's yeah. Your story? Some of those girls are like being paid couple, to be anyway, there, probably though. That's you know what I forgot about yeah. that because there was that. I literally talked about it. Um, but go ahead, you were watching. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, I was just trolling it. I was making those Trump girls mad just like they do to us on you know under articles on <laughs> on twitter and stuff the way they troll i just decided you know let me be that bitch for once like that's what we're about here we're I gutter girls it. right when we when we need to be <laughs> so i was like commenting girl where are those tax returns at girl like where are your generals at where's general mattis at girl where's general john kelly girl you know i was just i was trolling down they were like why are you here get out of here why are you here girl they were mad as fuck Girl, oh, I should I go? It. Should I, I go right it. into my predictions, girl? Though, what do you think? I know we don't have much well, uh, long, but no, we. I think we still have a little bit of time. Um, but I was just quickly on the rally. I was just surprised that he started off talking about the judges, and again, even if you don't love Biden and he's problematic, you vote for those yes. fucking Supreme Court. You vote for the yes. judges. Um, I also thought it was interesting how often he mentioned AOC. Like offline, we've been talking about how 
she truly is she's that, that girl and they see her as they a do. threat um she's the one that's so, that girl is the one that's that i'm voting for her for president whenever she runs that's that girl yeah. that's her um but the last thing i'm just curious of is like did you see anything about that EU ban on American travelers? Yeah, girl. They said because we're not us, along with Brazil and Russia, we have not suppressed, we have not done a good job suppressing the virus. And because of that reason, they can't let us into the European Union, Americans. Now, this was a draft. This was not the final. I think it's going to come out July 1st. July but, 1st is when it's But yeah, to but this out. was the draft that got that got out was like oh girl they put us on a list that said we can't come in. I know, girl. But bitch, I'm not trying to go nowhere anyway. Uh, Fuck them. You yeah, know, I mean, I, I would, I, I visited Miss Europe a couple times in the past, more than a couple times. I'm good for 2020. I'll see her again in 2022, maybe. Huh. You know, you know, I feel like you're saying that, but we're gonna have our travel show coming up. We're gonna talk travel, and I feel like maybe when we talk travel and the memories start coming back, you're gonna, oh, I miss having a nice crepe and wine and practicing my French. Oh, girl, yeah. I mean, I can, you know, I can make my own goddamn crepe, bitch. Like. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I want a Corona-free crepe. How is that? How is that? Okay. Corona I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do crepe. my predictions in three minutes, girl. I'm gonna do them in three minutes. Watch me. Watch me, girl. Okay. I okay. I think Miss DJT. I think Miss DJT is going to get Corona from her Arizona visit today. She was hobnobbing with the Arizona girls. She was speaking in that event. I think she's gonna come out with Corona, girl. I don't know what the effects are gonna be, but I. That's one of my predictions. Another one of my predictions, girl, is I think that um, the next DJT, because we were talking about that. I think I think Miss DJT is going to lose this election. I think Joe Biden is going to pull this shit out. I mean, I we still got to do all we got to do. But mm. I think um, I think she's going to act out for a little bit. I don't think she's going to act out for as long and hard as we think, because I think she's going to see the bright side of not being president. And she's going to try to create like her own network. She's going to leverage, she's going to, she's going to make big money. Like she's going to open up new hotels and shit all around the world. And you know, all the foreigners and the Russians and shit are going to throw her all the money. Like she's going to love not being president, but she's going to go on TV and talk shit about Biden and talk shit about how she would be a better president, even though she doesn't really want to be president. And they're going to give her that attention. Cause Trump is good news. Trump is good, good for, the for the ratings. Bottom, yeah, bottom. and you know the media loves the rat race, and they love the they love to criticize a Democrat girl when she's in there. Um, and then the other piece of it, I think the next DJT, the next Donald J. Trump is Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan is going to run for office at some point. Um, she's that type of girl. She's that you know conspiracy girl that you know anti um, establishment girl. I think Joe Rogan is the next DJT. I, and I see. I think if Miss AOC is running for president one day, they're going to put Joe Rogan up against her. That's my prediction. And now we normally have listener mail and comments, um, but we actually don't, going to hold off till next week for those. As always, you can send any emails and questions and comments to ask them a s k t h e m at twosayqueens dot com. You can also leave us a message at three two three four three eight two eight two seven. Um, so with that, we can get to our thoughts and prayers. Um, I don't have any thoughts this week, but I do have prayers. Uh, my prayer is for Mr. Kurvan Fortuyn. I'm probably saying that last name wrong. He was a South African dancer and choreographer and an LGBT activist, especially around HIV, um, from a small town in South Africa. And he was 28, year old, 28 years old. 
when he was stabbed and killed by a 14-year-old girl. I don't know fully what the story is behind this, who this girl is who took this life. Um, but it's a sad reminder that homophobia doesn't just come from hetero men. Um, and then my last isn't quite a prayer, but got to do a special happy birthday shout out to my sister, um, who just turned 31, which are a very special happy birthday. Um, and if you haven't yet, Laverne Cox has this amazing new doc called Disclosure that looks at the trans community, um, transphobia, and also in some ways also looking at the queer community and homophobia from Hollywood and the stories and narratives um, that have influenced um, reality and the real lives of our community, which, as we talked about with policing, um, definitely has an influence. Do you have any thoughts and prayers, Ms. Devereaux? Um, you know, I actually do want to encourage, like, just... Uh, some girls who, you know, like me, are not really protest girls. We're more behind-the-scenes girls. <laughs> I, I want y'all to get out there in some way or another, though, even if it's not, you know, fighting the man, but signing some petitions, doing something to really show your support for the revolution and the movement. That's all I say, because I know all of us girls are not like Miss Malachi. We're not all... We're not all... <laughs> Down for the count type of girls, so but shady. we some of us, but I but I think we need to do more because we we want the white people to do more. We need to do more too, right? Okay, mm-hmm. all, right. all right, okay. So that's our show. Thank you as always for spending a little time with us. We never take it for granted that you all tune in every week to this thing that we've created. Um, please make sure to continue to share it, um, to like us and follow us on social media. Miss um, Devereaux's putting some good work on our Instagram. We're on every podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And don't forget to rate us, especially on iTunes. It'll help with the algorithms. Um, With that, we will see you next week. Miss Devereaux, do you have a final word for the children or some final advice? Condoms, lube, and prep. Condoms, lube, and prep. (laughs) Keep keep up with it, girl. Uh, And don't keep wearing your mask. And mask. And mask. (laughs) All right, y'all. That's the show.